Hello, everyone, and welcome to the KB Show. This is your host, KB. I know it's been a little, almost a month since I last made a podcast, but um, just so much going on. I had a lot of stuff going on uh, personally that I needed to address, so I'm hopefully going to try and get back into doing these. Hopefully, I actually start getting some, some viewers, so please... Um, I'm on Parlor at, uh, trying to remember my Parlor handle. Ah, it's been that long. Uh, I believe it's at KBrown24. Uh, that is, I am actually trying to check for you. Oh, KBrown2448, that is my Parlor, uh, handle. Also, you can send me an email with your thoughts, questions, comments, concerns, uh, however you want to put it, it's KB podca- KB show podcast at gmail.com. Okay, so a lot to get into. Um, it's uh, certainly this past week uh, in general. Uh, we all know the news from Wednesday uh, with the, the riots and... Uh, and everything going on on Capitol Hill. It was confirmed that Joe Biden did get elected the president of the United States by the Electoral College. And I actually might stretch this out to a fairly, fairly long episode because I am going to rant. So just bear with me. But first and foremost, what I want to do is I want to address the... Riots on Capitol Hill. And I'm going to do that pretty much a very, very clear way. Violence is not the way to get your message across. I mean, there is a time and a place for violence. But no, with something like that, I'm okay for going to Washington, D.C., going to the steps of the Capitol building and letting your voice be heard that you are upset, you are disappointed, but inciting violence, inciting riots, breaking into the Capitol building, destroying property that many will argue is the government's property, but guess what? It's our property! Everything in the Capitol building is our property. It is the people's building. The government is by us. And by destroying it, you are making yourself, one, look like a fucking ass, and two, destroying everything and putting a label on people that supported President Trump and on President Trump and everything he's accomplished in the last four years. Stop it. You know better. Conservatives know better. And speaking of conservatives, a lot of them, and I'm pointing at Mitch McConnell, and I'm pointing at several other people on the in the conservative right in the Republican Party. I'm sick and tired of Republicans who... How... Let me rephrase it. When, when when Trump went through the whole Russian collusion, 
the Russian hoax, the impeachment. The Republicans were there to defend him. Where are they now? Where were they through this election cycle? Where were they to say, hey, fraud is fraud. Get it fixed. Okay? Uh, the, the Republican Party, Mitch McConnell especially, should have... McConnell, you were given a backbone by Trump, and you failed to use it in the most critical time. Because you want everything to go right back to the status quo of what it was before Trump? When pretty much everybody was walking all over the Republican Party? I mean, okay, let's... Let me be... Let me clarify here, because back then, the, Repu the Democratic Party was not as liberal and dangerous as they are now. Now, I want to be very, very clear here. Everyone is trying to label everyone that rioted as a Trump supporter. I don't necessarily agree that they were all Trump supporters. I'm not saying that there weren't some Trump supporters. But I also am, eh, words, I also am of the opinion that Antiva somehow infiltrated that group and they were the ones that initiated the riot, the violence, that initiated the riots. I'm sorry, every th video I've seen of the damage being done in Capitol Hill, I'm sorry, screams Antiva. Hello? Have people forgotten all of the summer? And Democrats are the biggest hypocrites of all. Because they all come out. Biden even comes out and condemns the violence on Capitol Hill. I'm sorry, Sleepy Joe. Where the hell were you all summer? When Kenosha, Milwaukee, uh... Portland, Seattle, Chicago, when violence and riot and looting was far worse than what it was on Wednesday. Where were you? In your fucking basement? I mean, you spent most of the campaign probably strategizing with the Chinese on how to steal this election from the American people. You know you lost, but yet you found a way to rig the system, to cheat the system, to steal votes, to create votes, to make people that aren't even living in that particular state or even living at all to make them vote for you. There is no way, no way on God's green earth that you can have more votes than Obama, not campaign as much as you did, and outdo a president that going in had a over 60% approval rating. Had more black, more Hispanic voters than any president incumbent in, in the last 20 years. It's not possible. The system was rigged. <coughs> oh, excuse me. So now where are we at? Now, on the 5th, the Democrats won the runoffs. So guess what? 
They managed to steal the general election. Now that they had that in the bag, they focused on trying to find a way to steal the Senate runoffs, which they did successfully because when I went to bed on the 5th, both Loeffler and Purdue had, they weren't real big leads, but they had a sizable lead, you know, probably 10, 15, 20,000 votes. And, of course, I heard the news, a Democratic county stopped counting for the night, and I woke up the next day, oh, look who's in the lead! Oddly familiar, isn't it? Now, let's move on to kind of more present day. Because, so far, we've already heard that Pelance, uh, Pelosi and Schumer are calling for Pence to invoke the 25th Amendment. Pence has already said he will not. Trump has come out and said, it's, you know, it's going to be a peaceful transition of power. And... But now, Pelosi and Schumer are talking about impeachment. Why? By the time you get everything done, by the time you can sweep it through this house, which you'll do probably fairly easily, you're going to throw it to the Senate. I mean, it could drag by the time, to the time he is out of office anyway. What's the point? I have a post... From Parlor, I wanted to leave, read. And I think this is going to sum up Biden's administration pretty well. Uh, Red Storm Rising, Mike Pillsbury, says a Biden administration will talk big with China, but take no action to stand up with them. Gee! You know why? Because China bought Biden. China bought the Democratic Party. There was a report that China made at least a couple million ballots to be shipped over here. We know China was involved. Nobody cares. Nobody cares that there was an outside influence. Nobody cares that the radical left rigged this election. Nobody cares. Not even the courts. Who can I trust? I mean, let, let, let me set this up for you. Now that the Democrats have, at least at this point, have full control of everything, barring something happening, which there might be something going on in Georgia, I don't know yet, but barring something happening, I'm looking at this with Biden in the White House now, and Democrats holding control of the Senate and the House, taxes are going to skyrocket. We're going to probably end up wearing masks because Biden's going to absolutely slow down, if not stop, the vaccine dis distribution and crush that. The economy has continued to tank. Uh, let's see... There was already a report that Facebook has permanently, indefinitely, or permanently banned Trump off their platform, citing that he's a danger. Come on! So we allowed the mainstream media, CNN, 
MSNBC, CBS, Fox News. These assholes. You know, the Washington Times. And now we're going to allow the big tech corporations, Twitter, Facebook, more likely Google at some point. We're going, they're going to, you know what they're going to do? They're going to start censoring people. You know Facebook and Twitter paid for a lot of stuff for the Democratic Party. They, all of these people, have some sort of an alignment with the left. You know it. I know it. So they're going to start censoring people. So essentially, the people with a sound mind and a voice that people will agree with, people that actually will, like me, that believe in and will stand up and defend the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. So Glenn Beck, Rush Limbaugh, Stephen Crowder, um, Lou Dobbs, uh, who else? (coughs) Candace Owen, Mike Huckabee, they're all going to be silenced. They're all going to get their accounts banned. If you say anything that will go against the Democratic far-left socialist agenda, it's, oh, you're done. You're going to get shut down. They're telling you, sit down and shut up. You didn't win anything, so it doesn't matter. You got to listen to what we say, at least for two years. Because hopefully in two years, the American people will come out of their mind, get their heads out of their asses, and will retake control of the House. And maybe the Senate, depending on when all is available. In all honesty, I am I am at this point where, okay, taxes are going to go up. Prices of everything else is going up, so, I mean... Food's going to go up. Gas is going to go up. Um, rent's going to be almost near impossible to pay for a lot of people. Um, let's see what else. Um, oh, people are going to probably end up losing their jobs because kids are probably going to end up having to stay at home to do their schoolwork and remote learning. Uh, veterans are going to get poor treatments again. You know, VA is probably going to relapse back to what it was before Trump took over and revitalized it. Um, let's see, what else? Ah, I mean, that's all I can think of right off the top of the head. I mean, we all know the Pledge of Allegiance, but it's going to change. You know, that's going to change. Because it's going to be something like this. I pledge allegiance to the socialist states of America and to the socialists for which we stand, one nation under them, indivisible and, and socialism for all, or something to that degree. Nobody cares about the Constitution anymore. Honestly, if our forefathers... If the ratifiers of the Declaration of Independence, if our founding fathers were to actually see everything that happened this week alone, especially from the election time to now, they would be rolling over in their graves. 
and be sickened by what this nation has become. Because I mean, here's here's more of what I fear. I mean, we we've already heard about you know they're trying to change what our kids are learning in school. So that's one thing I'm concerned about is what is my son going to learn? I mean, granted, right now he's in kindergarten, so he's just learning how to read, write, the alphabet, numbers, that stuff. But what about when he gets older? Is he going to get taught the history? Is he going to learn anything about the Revolutionary War? About George Washington and the founding of our nation? Is he going to be taught about the Civil War? The real reason we fought the Civil War? And the people behind it? Whether they were Confederates or they were Union. He's going to learn about Robert E. Lee and Stonewall Jackson. Or Ulysses S. Grant and George Meade and Abraham Lincoln. No, because they're already tearing statues of them down. What are they going to do to our state parks? The, the, the historically protected military parks. Like Bunker Hill, Gettysburg, anything that had to do with the Revolutionary War and the Civil War on our land. What's going to happen to them? Is my son going to learn about World War One and World War Two? Why it happened, how it happened, and what America did when we got involved? Are we going to just flat out forget what happened on December 7th, 1941? And the fact that there is a rusting piece of Hulk at Pearl Harbor that has the probably the remains of 1,177 men who gave their lives, or who lost their lives at least, because Japan decided to attack us and forced us into World War II. Are people going to... Or is my son not going to learn about 9-11? And how people who hate America attacked us on our own soil and took out two of the most, at the time, iconic buildings in New York City. Is my son going to learn what we did, our response to that attack? No, because the very people who want to see America destroyed are now in power in Congress. And they're going to do everything they can to slowly undermine and destroy America. You may have heard, I still can picture it in my head, and I don't know if it's Schiff or Schumer, I think it might be Schumer, who said, today we'll take Georgia, and then we will change America, they're going to change America, alright, to a socialist state, that we have no business being, we have no business veering away from the very documents that have ruled this country 
for what? Oh, I gotta do math here. We have no business moving away from a document. That is the founding principle of our nation. How many people who may or may not listen to this actually realize in the year 2026 will mark the 250th anniversary of the birth of our nation. 200 for almost 250 years. The Constitution of the United States, the Bill of Rights have ruled and guided our country through everything, the Revolutionary War, the Civil War, the War of 1812, World War I, World War II, Desert Storm, 9-11. But now, will it weather a socialist party? I posted something on Twitter, because I actually found it on, or not Twitter, I posted it on Parlor because I think it. I, I found it actually on pin uh, Pinterest, and I think it actually is very, very accurate. It has four points. Americans, my fellow Americans, listen, because you know. One of the things that this socialist left is going to do is not only are they going to silence us, they're going to try and destroy the First Amendment, and they're especially going to go after the Second Amendment. And this post that I found reads like the or this thing on, on Pinterest I found reads like this. Four points. Number one, we have the right to peaceable, peaceful assembly. Two, we have the right to bear arms. Actually, let me, let me go back, and I'm going to address these one by one. Number one was, we have the right to peaceably assemble. What we did during Trump's campaign is completely legal. We peaceably assembled. There were people who I saw video footage, live video footage from Pennsylvania, Michigan, Arizona. People peaceably holding their flags, holding signs that said, stop the steal. We have that right guaranteed to us by the Constitution, by our First Amendment. But the moment you start setting cars, police cars, 
buildings on fire. The moment you incite violence against people, especially our police officers, the moment you start looting from businesses with things that are not yours that you did not pay for, that is not peaceably assembling. No matter what CNN tells you or CNBC. Number two, we have the right to bear arms. The more I think about the Second Amendment and our right to bear arms, makes me kind of think that what if the forefathers actually, maybe potentially, had a, I'm not going to say had a, preview, but had a, a, a hunch, we'll say, that what if something like this was going to happen? And that a anti-America, anti-constitutional party or group would try to insert itself into our government. Hmm. Number three. We have the right to redress our grievances without fear of persecution. So basically, what I'm going to say on that is, we have our rights as Americans to go to our senators, to go to our representatives and say, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, you need to fix it. Because you, the people of the, in those Senate and House Chambers serve us. They work for us. They don't work for themselves. They don't work for China. They don't work for their political parties. They work for us. But yet, they've got their own agenda. They don't have any, any words from us. Because they don't care about us. What they want to do is that. They just want to pound us into the ground and tell us, hey, you elected us, elected us into this office, so we're going to go with our own agenda, even though the American people will have, well, some American people have stood up and said, no, you're not doing that. You work for us. We will tell you what we want to see get done. We'll leave it up to you on how it gets done, but you, we're going to tell you what we want you to get done. And I think number four is probably the most important. We have the right to change a government that has become tyrannical against our rights and our freedoms. Folks, can you not see that a tyrannical government is already in place? Look at Pelosi. Look at Schiff. Look at Schumer. Look at AOC. And Omar. And the squad. Look at some of the Republicans. They are corrupt. They are tyrannical. Because they only want to see their shit get done. They want to see anyone who is associated with President Trump. They want to see 74, 75 million people who stood up and said, We support President Trump for four more years who rightly won this election to 
Go away in society. You don't matter. We're the rule makers now. You will bow to us. We're going to take away your right to free speech. We're going to take away your religious rights. We're going to take away your right to own bear arms. Um the only response I have is the last line on this on this on this image which I think actually is very appropriate. It says it's time to exercise our rights under the Constitution. Yes, there is a manner, there's a way to do it in the Constitution. But folks, here's what I'm afraid. And I, since November, since the general election, I have done nothing but prayed and said, God, please make this wrong right. But if there is a lesson you want us to lead, so be it. But here's what I'm most afraid. And I, have, I am now seriously praying as hard as I can. Because what I fear is unlike the reasons that the North and the South went to war on our nation's soil. It's not going to be the same reasons now. What you're going to have is the socialist left that will be going to war against those that will defend and uphold the Constitution of the United States. Ladies and gentlemen, I do fear that because of the vast divide that our country is in right now, I'm fearful we will be heading towards, or we are already on the path towards another civil war. This time, it's not going to be just between states. It's not going to be just between a socialist left and constitutionalists because China is going to get involved anyone that will def that will support socialism communism or marxism hell even nazism will come to the defense of the socialist left who will we have to defend us maybe england but essentially nobody because everybody, England, France, Germany to a point, Spain to a point, Canada to a very, very point, I think still support us to, to in, in a way. But China will get involved. Everyone in the Middle East is going to want to get involved 
because they will take that opportunity while we're distracted fighting with China, fighting amongst ourselves. They're going to go after Israel. They hate us because we are we are and have been strong friends with with Israel. God has protected Israel since its founding back in biblical times. And I do believe that God has given great blessings to our country because we have been really one of the only countries to stand up and say, you go after Israel, we will come after you. Folks, we gotta wake up and smell the roses here. We, we have to realize that That things are going to happen. A quote from Thomas from the Thomas Jefferson papers. Or Thomas Jefferson, one of our founding fathers, he wrote, "No free man shall ever be debarred the use of arms. The strongest reason for people to retain the right to keep and bear arms is, as a last resort, to protect themselves against tyranny in government." Well, I mean, you heard it right there from Thomas Jefferson. That's what he wants to do. Another quote from the very first president of the United States, George Washington, reads, A free people ought not only to be armed and disciplined, but they should have sufficient arms and ammunition to maintain a status of independence from any who might attempt to abuse them, which would include their own government. So right there, I would translate what George Washington is saying is, hey, as if anyone in our own government attempts to, to abuse them, attempts to take away their their god-given rights and abilities and freedoms that we hold dear in this country have at it i'm not now let me be let me be very clear that should be a last resort we should do everything we can in our power to try and find the con legal, constitutional way to deal with this. Not go in and start blasting. Even though our forefathers have said, hey, if you have a tyrannical government that is starting to dig its heels into you and to infringe on your rights, your liberties that we have defined in the Constitution of the United States and the Bill of Rights, you have every right to go in and dismantle that government. I'm pretty sure it also says that we have the right as American citizens to, de to abolish the government and essentially reset it. Hold all new elections. Vote for a new president. I personally am 
leaning very much towards that. Because as of right now, I, with Biden coming into the White House, I'm going to be adopting the hashtag, not my president. Because I'm sorry, he's not a legit president. Anyone who stole the election with clear evidence is not my president. I can't trust the Senate. I can't trust the House. I can't trust Congress. I have little faith in the court systems because I'm sorry if you're just going to say you don't have you know you don't have grounds or you can't file you know you file in a you know a lawsuit you know raising questions and challenging election results and come back with oh you can't file it's too early and then after the fact oh no you can't file it's too late and not even listen to a shred of evidence I don't have faith in that court system anymore I don't have any faith in our court system I don't have faith in the FBI. I don't have faith in the DOJ anymore. I have limited myself to listening to only select media outlets like Newsmax or Blaze or Blaze TV or uh, Right Side Broadcasting on YouTube because I know it won't matter what political party they're with, they are going to give me the facts, the truth. Um, I don't read the papers anyway, so I don't even trust anything they would say. I mean, everyone is trying to say now that President Trump is a very dangerous man. Shut up! The only dangerous people are you... Because you're going to hold on to this narrative for as long as you can. Hell, you'll hold on to the narrative that Trump was a dangerous man well after he's out of office. Personally, I am actually of the opinion that we need, we who actually believe, stand up, support, and have vowed to protect the Constitution of the United States in any and every capacity we can, I, I think we need to actually create a, a brand new political party. One that pretty much says, fuck you Democrats, fuck you Republicans for not standing behind the one that gave you a backbone to begin with, and pretty much say, we are here, we're a new party that's going to be for the people, by the people, and with the people, or something like that. You, you kind of all know where I'm trying to go with that. Because how does the Declaration of Independence start out? We the people. So that means we, the people, have a voice in this nation. And for 75 million Americans, those voices are going to be attempted to get silenced. I am seriously at a point right now, I'm about ready to go and just flat out delete my Twitter account. Because, I, honestly, I, have, I cannot... 
post anything. I posted one thing on Facebook. It was a monologue by Glenn Beck. I think he did either Wednesday night or sometime on Thursday with his reaction to um, to the Capitol riot. And it is good. It It is very... The emotion that he portrays. And he says multiple times, he's angry. And I'm with him. I am angry. That people would actually be stupid enough to do what they did. But where do we go from here? That is the question. That is a question for 75 million Americans. Who have just been flat out stabbed in the back. Where do we go from here? Our only beacon of hope is on his way out of the White House. What is that going to mean in 2024? I don't know. Honestly, I don't even know the answer to that. If I could, if my health would let me, I would even run for president. I wouldn't get anywhere near any kind of votes. But I would run for president. Because... Because I believe in the Constitution of the United States. I also believe... In my heart of hearts... And down in my very soul... That this country needs a major wake-up call. This nation had a great revival once before. Way back when. And it came at one of the best times. Right now, we so desperately need another great revival we need our nation to return to God and return to where we were at our founding the founding fathers were very godly people you had even during the civil war you had Abraham Lincoln, a very godly man who was trying to fight for what he believed was right. And then you had people like Thomas Stonewall Jackson and Robert A. Lee who were very godly people who were fighting for what they believed was right. And that's what we got to do now. We have to lean on God And we need to fight for what we believe is right. So don't let big big tech, don't let the swamp, don't let the socialist left silence you. And if you have to, start screaming at the top of your lungs until you can't scream anymore. Because the more that we scream, the more that we make an effort for people to hear us, for those that we have elected to represent us, 
finally understand that they aren't our boss. They are that they aren't our boss. I was starting to say it correctly. They aren't our boss. We are their boss. They are our elected representatives. They are the ones that do the work of the people, and it's the people who tell them what their business is. Once again, you can find me on Parlor at kbrown two four four a, or you can send me an email with comments, questions, concerns, opinions. It's KB Show Podcast at gmail.com. Appreciate you guys. Let's continue to pray. Let's continue to defend the Constitution. And I will see you next time. Thank you.